0: What's up, everybody? I'm Greeny, and welcome to another episode of American Injustice Podcast. Here's your host, James. Hey,
1: everyone. This is your host, uh, James. How's everybody's night last night? Doing the same thing we were, hopefully, watching UFC 196.
0: Yeah, dude, you know, I, I kept putting 197 on everything. Hashtag <laughs> 190. I'm like, wait, and then I went back, and I'm looking, I'm like... It's fucking midnight, and I'm putting. I'm like, I need to go to bed. You know, this, this fight needs to hurry up. I mean, the prelims started at like six thirty.
1: Yeah, did you watch all the prelims too?
0: I attempted to watch the first prelims that were on whatever channel they were on, and then they went to the eight o'clock prelims, and I'm like, all right, I can watch the eight o'clock ones because these are a little bit better fighters, and. Uh, uh, Diego Sanchez fought, and, yeah, <laughs> and, and and I was just like, this is a battle of old guys with because they're they're my age, you know, and they've been around UFC for a while. And, I mean, Diego didn't he win the uh, first UFC champion or UFC Ultimate Fighter? Yeah, he won the middle di- middleweight division for us, and won the like, heavyweight division for the first one. Yeah, and uh, so like I was watching this. Wow, this Excuse is me. this is uh, this is weird. And then uh, then around nine thirty, I'm sitting here and I'm like, "Damn, dude, this is getting late." I'm like, "I hope these fights go pretty fast." And then the main event card was fucking top to bottom. It was good. I think it was good. I think the the chick fight in the beginning, the first fight, was a little drawn out.
1: Uh, the the Nunez and uh, I can't remember her name. She's she's new. Um, but she 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 looked good. Nunez won, but she the other girl was coming on strong in the end. She's like a, a they said she was a 17 time world champion Muay Thai fighter.
0: She didn't look what? like it.
1: she was big for fucking one of the female fighters like she's kind of husky
0: she was that's because all them she was like from Sweden or some shit right yeah that's probably why because they're all husky over there but uh yeah so then they had the other fights and and I just was thinking in between the uh the, the second fight and then the what, – what was it? The second fight was – I don't know who it was. I couldn't remember. I watched that. It was all right. And then we had uh, Misha Tate and Holly Holmes.
1: Which was uh, an awesome fight. I, I honestly thought Holly was going to pull it off. I thought she was way stronger. But, no, Misha looked good. I think Holly won the first and third rounds. Because she got some submitted in the fourth, I believe. And then the second round was all Misha. I thought she was going to... I didn't think Holly was going to survive the second round. Um,
0: I, I thought her her stagnant stand there and punch kick was, was annoying. I didn't really watch much of it. You know what I mean? Because I I knew as soon as she got in there and she started doing what she was doing, and I was just like, yeah, this is going to be stagnant. She's not, she's not experienced enough to do what Misha... You know what I mean? And it showed that towards the right right towards the end. Well, and what you saw there is when
1: – did you see the Ronda fight? She destroyed Ronda. She's a, yeah, I mean, a counterpuncher. She's kind of like Anderson Silva was back in the day. Right. A lot of people, like it was weird watching her fight because a lot more boring because he's waiting for people to come in. And when people don't come in, it seems that's always kryptonite. She just – she's not good on the offensive.
0: Not at all. Not at all. And then it's like, you know – I, I, for a chick fight, it was good. I'll give it that, you know. And and for Dana White to come out after the after the, the pay per view and be like, "All right, Holly, it's going to be Misha Tate, Ronda Rousey." Oh,
1: that's fucking so shitty.
0: Yeah, because Rousey's already beat her. But here's my question for everybody that's a Ronda Rousey fan: Is she going to come back? And and that's that's another thing. Why? Do you know why she wasn't at the pay per view last night? Writer? No. She was at a PWG event in Europe. Okay. You know what PWG is? No. A pro wrestling Gorilla. She was at a pro wrestling event, and if you don't believe me, go Google it. There's plenty of pictures out there showing her there. Which that that threw me off when I when I heard that. I'm like, I know she has a desire to hit WWE sometime. But I know it's not. She's not going to be at WrestleMania. She'll she might be at WrestleMania 32 this year in Dallas, but I doubt that she'll be in any wrestling. Uh, because she's still under contract with uh UFC, so you know, I know she's she has interest in WWE. She's already said that.
1: Right, I think she's she's done. She was saying like even before the Holly Holm fight that she. She wanted to beat Holly, and then she wanted to beat Cyborg, and she was going to walk away. So I'm thinking um, she probably wants the title again. Obviously, she's fighting her whole life. That's her biggest goal, and she had it and lost it. So she probably wants that back. But that's complete bullshit that she's going pa- to get a title shot after a KO. Like She hasn't beaten nobody since then. You don't get a title shot for a KO. That's They want her to have the belt back because she's like Connor. Luckily, he didn't lose the featherweight belt last night because he's their cash cow, too. They promote fights better than anybody else. So that's why they want her to have it back because she's their, she's their money.
0: Okay, I noticed this last night, too, and this is something i got to say. is I've noticed since a lot of these fucking uh, promotions that they've been doing, they're like fucking stage WWE fucking promos. Oh yeah, they're, they're trying to—they're trying to get that money. Uh, it's, it's a money
1: game now. In the beginning, it was let's see who the best fighter is. But they, everybody said, "Oh, McGregor's protected." All the all the top guys are protected from hungry people. They they want if you if you make money, they want you at the top. That's the way the UFC wants it to be.
0: Oh, I gotta say before we go any further, the humming sound is gone, and the echo is gone because. James plugged his uh, headphones in this week.
1: <laughs> All the way in.
0: Yeah, I couldn't figure that out last week, man. I was like, where is this Where's this echo coming from? Because it was like when, when I would talk, he could hear me, and then when you could talk, he could hear you, but then I would hear the echo again of, of him talking, and I'm like, where is that coming from? Dude, it was horror. I tried
1: to listen to uh... – the podcast the other day, and I was like, "This sounds like shit." Like I don't. I thought maybe I need to get new headphones, which I still I'm still gonna invest in some better quality just, you know, headphones. You should there. really
0: just get, dude. Is the same mic headset that I have, dude. It, it's their headphones and a mic all in one. Uh, it's a nice little cheap combo from Microsoft. Uh, works wonders and it does everything. I mean, I can't figure it out for my gaming, but. Uh, I can hear through it, or I can hear through the speakers, you just can't hear. They can't hear me. So, I don't know. There's, that's enough about that. But all in all, the, I think the pay per view, all in all, was pretty good up to the main event. Uh, I, I think they really need to figure out what they're going to do uh, in the long run with the next couple of pay per views uh, coming up to UFC 200 because it's just getting stagnant. I mean, Diaz, Diaz, are they going to make him? Are they going to make. Uh, Connor drop back down and and ta- or stay back stay up there keep you know what I mean he can't, to me to me he's destroying the destroying the sport if he's gonna just keep going up and up you know what I'm saying to me that's like you can't have all these belts and go up and down stay in one weight class you know what I mean
1: yeah I mean I like to jump um you don't really a lot of fighters are they they don't like to leave their leave their weight classes obviously you saw a lie last night um. I don't think the Nate Diaz he's my favorite player of all time, but I don't think he's really elite at the moment. Um, I mean, he looked at last night. He looked at his last fight, but he, he just looked beat like
0: up. a fucking monkey last night, dude. Straight <laughs> up in there, just fucking monkeying around with him, dude. He knew what he was doing from the from the start to the gate, dude. You know what I mean? He he knew it.
1: He, he trains with uh, world class boxers. He spars with them um, every day. You know what I mean? So you're saying, he was telling McGregor the whole time too. even in the press conference. He's like, who do you train with bro? You don't train with anybody good. And, uh, it showed, I mean, he showed, he knows how to take a punch. And I think that's kind of what led to the downhill of McGregor. I think McGregor, the first round he looked comfortable. The second round he looked comfortable. And as soon as he saw that he was giving Diaz his hardest shots and Diaz wasn't falling, I think he kind of panicked a little bit. And he, that's when he started to get caught. He,
0: he got caught that whole fight, and like he tried, and he was talking trash the whole fight. And that's what okay. I don't mind somebody that I don't mind anybody that talks trash, but dude, when you do it twenty four fucking seven constantly, <laughs> like a fucking hyena fucking out there in the middle of the fucking night, dude, it's ridiculous. It's f- <laughs> not needed that much, dude. Let somebody get their fucking turn and talk.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, somebody was saying, "What did I hear that on this morning?" Somebody was saying Conor McGregor answers questions that I don't even ask him. Uh, they were talking about Joe, Joe Rogan will ask it. somebody a question in the other room, and then you got uh, Conor McGregor answering it. <laughs> but yeah, he he fights. He uh, Nate. It's usually the same way. He, he started in the second round. He started opening up and talking shit. But uh, Chad Mendes, after their fight with McGregor, he said, he was talking shit the whole time." It was kind of funny. He's like, "Dude, I would hit him with my hardest elbow
0: when I was on top," and all I heard was. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, dude. He, uh, you know, for him to tap out like the way he did, um, you know, I think he could have at least fought off a little bit instead of being so quick to tap out. Because you've seen as quick as he got fucking hemmed up in that choke, he fucking tapped.
1: Tap quick as fuck. He, uh, if you watch it, I don't remember seeing the other one, but uh, he lost to uh, another guy on the UFC roster in uh, their old league over in Ireland. And yeah, he tapped quick then too. So I don't know if it's he. He just needs more grappling. I mean, that's the biggest hole in his game. He got hurt and tried to wrestle one of the top BJJ guys in the fucking world, and he, he tapped. Holly went out. That's and that's to me. If you're if you're at that level, if you're if you have a choke on, and there's 20 seconds in the round, go out. You oh, I mean try to try to survive that round? I,
0: I thought she was going to survive that round. I really did. I thought she was going to survive that round and go on to the next round. And dude, she just fucking boom, instant out. I'm like, all right, she, all right I, I give her clout. She started trying to pump her arms like Ultimate Warrior or something. She, <laughs> she had like three pumps and then went out. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I was saying. I was saying that too during the during the match when she started pumping her arms. I'm like, oh, I'm like, all right, one. Two, three, and then all of a sudden she just plopped out. I'm like, well, she's out, you know. And I'm on Facebook Messenger. You know how you can video on Facebook Messenger. I'm videoing the entire, like all through the night, different uh, parts of the fights to the guys on the Greeny podcast because Joe had to work the next morning, so he was sleeping. Uh, Seth, he, his internet is so slow at the uh, the shed that the he. you couldn't really watch it and then jj was at work so he was watching the video like all through the night and shit they were laughing because i like uh when McGregor i as soon as he got down on the ground i was like bloop right there it is boom and i was like oh i told you because they all every one of those guys wanted mcgregor to win and i'm like dude i'm like diaz is gonna come in and destroy him and that's what happened
1: you yeah, he definitely did. I thought McGregor was gonna win, but I was so torn in that fight. They're both my all-time favorite, so I was like, I, I didn't. I was, I was, I was chanting Diaz at one point. I was chanting McGregor at one point. <laughs> I was literally standing on my couch at one point during the fight, and I was also drank like three quarters of a fifth of whiskey, and I drank like three times a year, so I was definitely in another shout, place.
0: Shout out to uh, to hungover uh, Dixon. You oh, oh. should be on the show sometime. He should. Uh, yeah, that's another thing, guys. This is the American Injustice podcast, and, uh, just because this is American Injustice doesn't mean we can't go off the script and talk about whatever we want.
1: We do the fuck we want.
0: Yeah. And we're only 15 min 13 minutes at 14 minutes in. But, yeah, you know, so that's, that's the UFC fight, man. That's like, like I said, the, I think the whole card was good. I think... These next couple fights that are coming up should be really good.
1: Oh, Jones, Cormier. I think Jones is gonna destroy him again, but you gotta love it just like with the Diaz McGregor. I wish we had a full camp alone just so we could see them go back and forth the whole time. There was that funny shit. Did you see the one press conference?
0: Uh, yeah, it. I uh,
1: says he was playing touch button to park with the dork.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't I I didn't see any of the uh, after fight press conference actually I did I did see Conor McGregor's after fight press conference and with Joe Rogan and he was just like I humble myself if I win and I lo- if I lose I'm like shut up you fucking pussy <laughs> you fucking tapped out as soon as dude fucking had his neck his, your arm around his neck
1: I think uh, Nate legitimately thinks he's the 145 pound champion now <laughs> he said they asked him what he was gonna do at the, press, at the after fight press conference he was like well what's next for you He said, "Well, I'm the 145 champ now, so I guess I go defend my belt." I don't know if he's trying to be a smartass or he legitimately thinks.
0: Well, there is—is there a 145 champ?
1: Yeah, Conor McGregor.
0: Well, who's that? What what weight class? That's the thing too. There's a lot of people are confused at what's going on with this because what weight class did they fight at last night? Was there a belt that's going to be? You know what I'm saying? Uh, no belt on the
1: line because he holds the 145 division featherweight division championship. Uh. He was supposed to fight Rafael Dos Anjos at uh, 155, however, when he pulled out, uh, I guess originally the first night, Nate agreed to 155, but they weren't offering him the right amount of money, so he was like, fuck that, if you're not going to pay me what I want, it's at 170, I'm not cutting weight. So the fight ended up being at 170, I think Nate weighed in at 169, and Connor weighed in at
0: 168. Yeah, so, the, the basis of that was Connor was like, I don't have to cut weight. Yeah, they both yeah,
1: – we don't have to cut weight. That's cool. Obviously, Connors got to – Do you think he'll, you think he'll
0: stay up there in that weight class, or do you think he'll go back down and say, all right, I'm going to defend my belt? Oh, he's got to go back
1: down to 145. Now, uh, there's – you got to – a lot of people are mad to begin with, a lot of the hardcore fans, because – Uh, You have two guys, two or three guys waiting at the 145-pound division that uh, felt they are the guys that should be fighting for the belt, and he kind of went up, and it was supposed to be for another belt. So I think what they were thinking is if he won the 155 belt, then he would – he doesn't like to cut the 145. It's too much on his body now. He's getting too big of a frame because he's he's like 27, I think, now.
0: Yeah, I watched him him from the early fights to now, dude, and he's jacked. Like, he was a skinny – he was like me, dude – tall like i'm short but he was he's taller and skinny he was then now he's jacked yeah and And, and what that's from a lot of people don't know a lot everybody thinks all these pro wrestlers and 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 ufc guys are using steroids no there's a secret system out there that they're using that's one thing that a lot of people don't know about is there there are certain types of uh, if you look at guys like John Cena, from the time he came into WWE to the time now, like, Triple H, from the time he came into the time now, same with Stephanie, same with uh, Vince McMahon. Okay, Vince, some of it is steroids from the 80s. (laughs) But if you look at the guy now, he's 70 years old and he's jacked. It's because they're using a certain system. And look at The Rock. The Rock was never that fucking big. And dude's like, you know what I'm saying? So, uh... You know, that's whatever they're using. It's not steroids or anything like that. It's an actually a legal supplement. It's just they're not talking about it.
1: Yeah, and there's actually um, – I don't know the website. I watch a lot of Joe Rogan, but there's a website. There's actually a lot I mean, of Joe talk steroids about- and supplements, um, not like steroids where you think like D-ball and stuff like that. But like human growth hormones are in a lot of the supplements out there. You see like Anderson Silva just got popped. Well, he was using an over-counter supplement, but it, it had steroids in it. They, they, uh, they. A lot of companies are lying about what they put in their shit too. So you got to be careful with some of the shit you're taking. Right, and
0: that's what a lot of these guys are using. Is what they're using is an all-natural uh, herbal supplement. Is what they're using right now, and that's how they're getting away with it because WWE has a strict policy because uh, because of the whole Benoit thing and every, everything like that, and the steroids and stuff like that back in the early 90s 80s uh but what it is now is like billy gunn uh part of the uh smoking guns part of dx he got fired for using he's a bodybuilder and he does competitions and he was using hgh and they they randomly pissed him and he's a coach he was a coach down in their de- developmentally uh system down there in nxt in florida and uh they they fired him for a dirty urine. So they, they have a strict policy. So doesn't USC? So, I mean, it, it, it's natural stuff that these people are using, and that's what everybody needs to look at is the natural part of it. Do you think uh, CM Punk will ever debut in, in USC?
1: Uh, I think we'll see him at UFC 200. Um...
0: I don't know, dude. He, he had back surgery, and from what I've seen, he said he's going to come back, but who knows.
1: The, uh, that's what they're playing for. The guy that he's fighting against, he was also on, uh, Dana White's on YouTube. It's called, uh, Making a Fighter or something like that. Um, it's actually a really excellent program, but he was actually, Dana's going to all these low promos, like, area promos, like, probably, probably Cleveland, something like that. You know what I mean?
0: Like Force and what Sakuda does down there in Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, and
1: he uh, he saw a guy there, and he's like, I, that wasn't even the guy I was there to see, but the guy called out CM Punk because they knew he was Danny White was in the thing. He's like, fuck it, we'll sign this guy. Anyways, that guy was on uh, Twitter saying uh, that CM Punk will definitely be ready for UC200, and I think that he probably needed the back surgery, but he was probably going to hold it off. A lot of guys will hold off a lot of stuff. Um, well,
0: there's a lot of... Uh... People think, oh, he, you know, he couldn't have been that hurt from wrestling. Actually, dude, the dude's been in a long time, and you, the bump, those bumps that they take, for people, they're called bumps. People think they're drops and whatever. They're called bumps. But uh, that, that, the fall in that canvas, it's ju- not just canvas, and they think there's springs and everything under there. That's not. There's no springs under there, guys. They, it, if you actually get on YouTube and check out how they set up a ring, that's all fucking steel and then fucking wood on top of it, and then a mat, and then the canvas, and it's not a really thick uh, uh, mat. So, you know what I mean? You have to know how you're falling right to uh, land on that. But you're going to have your bumps and bruises when you're working 360-some days a year. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Brock Lesnar,
1: on record, many times saying that he's – I mean – Besides the disease he caught after he was in the UFC that he was saying that WWE's way harder on on his body than the UFC was. He's like, all I gotta do is spar and train a little bit, and then I go out once every four or five months and if I get beat up during the fight, it, it's still not as bad as every night falling and you said something you don't always fall the right way. you can't do it every time. And you and can't always
0: that's a big thing with a lot of the injuries now in the WWE. They, they, John Cena's been out with a shoulder injury. Uh, Cesaro's been out with a shoulder injury. Uh, you know, like, half their main, like, cash cow roster has been gone from injuries. Uh, Seth Rollins' freak accident over in uh, Germany, and he, uh, he landed wrong and tore his MCL, ACL. So, yeah. Uh, I nope. mean, it, it's real... It's real to a point, and so isn't UFC. UFC is real, but it goes on how your training is and everything like that. To my thing with the WWE and their injuries is if you're guys, if you working these guys 360-some odd days a year, why not give these guys longer breaks and stuff like that? I know they can take vacation and stuff like that, but if you're having this problem with injuries – especially this past weekend and at house shows that I've, I've seen articles of uh, uh, Charlotte Flair got uh, knocked out or broken nose. uh, uh, What Eve or not Eve, Emma got knocked out by Oksana and and, you know, you had uh, Seamus, which I really don't care about. He got fucking busted open. So it's like, you got to take these in, you know, you're having all these injuries. Why not have the guy do a lighter schedule? Like Brock Lesnar said it a million times. He would have went back full time this last time if they didn't, do as much during you know the year. Right, and a lot of people don't understand. They think they wrestle on Monday
1: and Thursday. Is it? They still have Thursday, night, SmackDown or whatever. Cause I haven't watched it in a while.
0: It's it goes uh, for TV tapings. It goes Monday, Tuesday, or TV tapings. Basically, what it is is Monday is the Raw, Tuesday is the TV taping for SmackDown, which airs on Thursday, uh, and then they do their other shows during that show too, uh, Tuesday. So they tape SmackDown and whatever shows they're gonna tape right there, so and then it airs on you know on the network and everything. They also have the network, but they don't do much on the network. But they have NXT that's down. In, you know what I mean? So they're they're all they have all this talent coming in too. So somewhere down the line, they're just gonna have to cut some time.
1: Right, right. And if they were commissioned, if they ended up getting commissioned, which I don't think they can, because it's it is technically like the. The matches are decided, so it's not really a competition. But they yeah. do need somebody to come in because you've got a lot of them addicted to painkillers because they're always hurt. They, they need to change something up and make it a little more official, official so these guys can protect their bodies. Um.
0: There's been talk of a union, a pro wrestler's union, but it wouldn't happen with Vince McMahon because these guys are independent contractors, basically. You're working for the WWE, but you're an independent contractor. You know what I mean? Yep,
1: and Vince McMahon doesn't want it to happen. I mean, he's—they got this eerie show coming up, or it might have just happened this weekend. I'm not sure, but there's an eerie show coming up, so that's another night these guys are wrestling. I mean, it's—they're not—it's not, it's not going to be televised.
0: Oh, yeah, he, yeah, it's the 11th or something like that. I I heard it on the radio. I was gonna go, but I'm like, I eh, might just go downtown and and go back out out backstage and try and meet some people.
1: That would be cool for sure i I went to a couple of in Erie. I saw it was uh Kurt Angle and what the fuck it was a still cage match that was pretty dope. They had Tatanka there and shit
0: yeah, that's back in the day they just signed they just signed uh Tatanka to a legends deal actually for the w w e so that's good i mean they that this year's Hall of Fame class is pretty pretty stacked uh they got sting going in. They have uh, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, the Godfather, aka Farouk, from Nation of oh, Nation. No Godfather. Godfather. Well, actually, he played three different characters in the WWE. That, you know what I mean? Uh, he played uh, Kama Mustafa from the uh, 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 League of. Uh, not League of Nations, but Nation of Domination, and then he played uh, a long time ago. was Papa Shango, uh, and he also played uh, The Godfather. So I didn't know he was Papa Shango. Yeah, he was Papa Shango. They brought him in before that, and he was Colonel. He was Colonel Mustafa, and he wore a mask. The guy, he wore a mask, a red mask with pointy shoes. That was him too.
1: No shit. Sting was one of my favorite of all
0: times. Yeah, it sucks that... It sucks that he had to retire... Well, he didn't really officially retire. Yeah, he did. Kind of, sort of, with them putting him in the Hall of Fame, he kind of retired. But he had to retire because of a neck injury, because he received a neck injury at the one... He took a uh, turnbuckle powerbomb, and he hit his head wrong, and it snapped part of his neck, and... Uh, you know, so injury... Being fifty some years old too, so yeah his body he's been in the game forever. I remember when before he used to do
1: the black and white makeup and he did like it was like yellow and fucking kind of like the ultimate warrior similar to not like well, to, if, if you did go but you thing. if
0: you go back if you go back in wrestling history itself uh sting and the uh the warrior actually uh were a tag team together called the Blade Runners and they came up together as the Blade Runners and then they split off and did their thing. So, there was a lot of talk of teaming them to back up uh uh when Warrior uh went to uh WWE and Sting was going to come in, but he, they didn't and that's the thing. He didn't he didn't sign with them guys for years cuz he went to TNA and other stuff, but he was a star himself. So, that goes along with the Undertaker at this year's WrestleMania taking on Shane McMahon at Hell in a Cell. So this could be the Undertaker's last match, so who knows? Dude's been doing it for years.
1: Yeah, I was mad when they had him lose fucking his first WrestleMania.
0: Uh, it was it was needed, you know. The streak couldn't go on forever, you know. And <sighs> and he was okay with that call, you know. And him and Brock are actually really like really good friends so all that hype that they do they do between each other like when brock he was at the uh ufc match that brock was fighting in and they walked by each other and and stared each other down that was just for hype they're actually really good friends so a lot of people don't know that they think they actually hate each other and they don't hate each other so
1: most of them are friends uh i know uh, a lot of people people don't like jeff hardy um I heard a story, something about... Because they were talking about when Batista wanted to try to make her run at the UFC. And somebody was like, dude, Jeff Hardy knocked him the fuck out backstage. He doesn't stand a chance in the UFC. And then he got in trouble for all those drugs and shit. Oh, yeah, Hardy Jeff did.
0: Hardy, yeah. And then he went to TNA, and that's where him and Matt are now.
1: Oh, I don't think... I don't think any of the wrestlers have. uh, You gotta train that shit for years to compete in UFC. I mean, he might win one or two handpicked fights, but
0: well, a lot of these guys think that they can just train, you know, certain styles of uh, of of, you know uh, MMA and think they're fucking you know uh, UFC ready. And it's not like that. It, It takes years of training with all of it, and you have to have a good team.
1: Right, look what happened with Brock too. I mean, he did he did good at first, he even won the yeah, belt. Yeah, but that,
0: that's 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 a rarity, dude. You, that's a rarity. Yeah, you know? and that was
1: that was before this prime of UFC. I mean, these guys are better than ever. I mean, Chuck Liddell and uh, Couture in their prime, Chuck Liddell probably would have knocked a couple people out because he had a chin and he could he could really hit people. But they wouldn't do well at all now. I mean, these kids all coming up in their like their their late twenties, they were eight years old saw the UFC, somebody in their family saw the UFC and they got them in training. So they've been, it's second nature going. It's not just wrestling and boxing. Now it's these motherfuckers know Muay Thai, they know boxing they know kickboxing they know wrestling and no jitsu. You know what I mean, they have all the tools on their belts. They're actual true MMA fighters at this point. So it, it, it's just too hard to cross over now with, without any kind of background.
0: Exactly.
1: Nate Diaz, is, he's old guard still. There's a couple guys old guard that are kind of hanging in there.
0: Well, on that note, guys, the old guard is getting out of here. Uh, where can we find you, James?
1: You can find me on Twitter at American Injustice or Injust. Um, you can find me on, I think I have a YouTube page. It's under jamescope 295 um, And then you're going to want to check the podcast out on dayspace.com.
0: Yep, you can find me on Twitter at Greeny1420. You can check out the Greeny podcast on iTunes, YouTube, and dayspace.com. Also, thanks for listening. Eventually, we might have video. (laughs) I don't know. But on that note, we are out of here. Check you guys later. Thanks for listening.